Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Four Left Turns podcast. I am Nate, and I'm joined by my co-host, Doug. Hello, everybody. So it's been a, it's been a couple of weeks since we've done an episode. Uh, I think that's more of me from the blame a little bit, <laughs> more my side. Well, we've both been very busy as yeah. of late, so... I'll and, take part of that blame too. Yeah, I have school has kind of picked up for me. Obviously, I want to put student first. So school has really been picked up for me. And I think as I've said before on the podcast is I work for the football team here and spring ball has started. So you can follow all of CMU spring ball on Twitter. I'm sure it's on it's on there. They're posting every day, but I've we started picking that up. So I practice in the mornings now. So it's like, oh, my God, I do that. And I'm trying to get the race in. We have practice on Sundays. Like the race starts right when practice ends. So it's I'm trying to keep on top of it, too. And then I've got school on top of that. So busy man. I, I'm trying to. It's just the typical, every... uh, the typical busy college student. That's yeah. what that sounds like. So it's every week. It's just been like. All right, let's do it tonight. Uh, I got to push it off and then push it off. And it's like, oh, we'll just do the two races. And so we have four races to talk about in this episode. Yes, we do. So to start off, we had Las Vegas. A uh, very theme to this episode is that stage one and twos uh, for all these races are very uneventful. Like this is, is true. It's it's I, I'm going to go through a lot of this. And then, I mean, literally, I'll go on the first uh, they started Las Vegas, the race in Las Vegas. Nothing really happened. The first stage, Byron wins it. I mean, mm-hmm. again, stage two, not a single caution. Byron wins it again. And it, it was pretty good racing, too. I, I, a lot, it I, was. I always love the way Las Vegas races and it that pretty good race. Um the only in- first interesting that ha- thing that happened was when Joey Logano spinned, who was he was one of the favorites, and it actually put him out of the race. And that's when it mm-hmm. finally started because as a topic that shows up on here multiple times is cautions breed cautions. This right, we heard that in the broadcast just today at Alcoda. Um, so yeah, it cautions was. breed cautions. So yeah, that Joey Logano spin happened at Las Vegas. Um, then after that. Oh, excuse me. Um, Larson passed Byron after that uh, restart, um, which Byron, I mean, he was strong all day was. long. It was, I mean, dominant. And it's just weird to see him. Like, I have I remember, like, just, like, four years ago, three years ago, he used to be just, you know, middle of the pack kind of guy. Now it's just weird seeing him running up front so much. Right. And I think that's gonna be a that's gonna be a staple for twenty twenty three. Mm-hmm. I think it's also partially the next gen car too. Also true. Um but so Larson fi- passed him uh with like forty laps ago, I think it was when around fifty laps. And then Eric Amarola wrecks and they restart and then this is the like, like five ten to go, and or then yeah, it's like five to go, and Byron ends up taking the win from Larson, which I was not too happy about. But I, I mean, was Larson, furious at yeah, that. Yeah, Larson still finished second, so Hendrick finished one two three, 
which uh, the only one who didn't finish in the top 10 was Josh Berry filling in for Chase Elliott for the first race. Mm-hmm. Top 10 for that race, though, went Byron Larson, Bowman, Wallace, Christopher Bell, Austin Sendrick, Martin Truex Jr., Justin Haley. It's cool seeing uh, that Tullick, is Tollig up there. And it's not just Almondinger. Um, right. The Harvick and then Suarez. So, like I said, very uneventful Las Vegas race. I mean, the racing mm-hmm. was good, and but they just, they didn't. It run. was good racing for sure. I mean, I've I've loved the way they. I mean, <laughs> two years ago when Larson had like a ten second lead on the field, maybe not so good racing, but <laughs> right. But it was definitely more interesting this year than it was. Oh last yeah, year. they'll they'll put it four wide, and it's just it's like oh no, they're gonna crash. Every man for himself. Yeah. Then next week we go to where the championship's going to be, and that is Phoenix. So right off the bat, Hendrick had some problems, and one of the colleague cars, actually, Justin Haley, um, got their hood louvers confiscated before qualifying. I think it was either before practice or during practice. I don't remember exactly what yeah. it was. Yeah, right. So the hood louvers, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, they, it, there's like on the hood, there's like two little air slots for the air to be like for the air to flow in really uh, fast for these cars. Um, it's something for the that's new to the next gen car. And apparently NASCAR, one of the officials was walking around and saw it and said, I don't like that. So they confiscated them. Um. I mean, it really, they were fast and qualifying. It, it really, they, after they took those, so obviously showed no difference. Right. Um, then uh, they start off strong with, I mean, Larson had the pole. So, uh, but it doesn't matter because Byron took the lead right from him right off the bat. <laughs> Hendrick mm-hmm. strong again. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, very, very uneventful first two stages. Uh, Byron won the stage one and then uh, Larson won stage two. But right before Larson won stage or yeah, right before Larson won stage two, um, Eric Amarola blew it up a tire. Like they said, he blew up. Yes. And I were yes. you watching that? Because I or like, I think I don't remember seeing that. And I think you were. Um, No, I wasn't able to watch um, that particular part but i think i've seen the um the highlight wheel of lad and that's pretty scary stuff i just don't even know how that happens like for it to just boom yeah just so suddenly like that i mm-hmm. mean that's i mean that's not just like thrilling from a stand fan standpoint but that's like dangerous like that yeah. could definitely interfere with uh you know safety you know mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it could be impartial because they were out in Phoenix, Arizona. Like, like the heat could play something part of that. Maybe right, heat and temperatures, yeah. and right. I'm sure there were, you know, a lot of external factors in regards to that. Also, I don't think NASCAR really even took a look into, or at least Goodyear. I don't. I don't remember hearing anything that they looked into it too much. So yeah, I, I that doesn't surprise me actually. So then 
stage two to about halfway through stage three uneventful uh but harvick had his long run car was i mean amazing that green it was uh, hum brothers racing or hum brothers pizza racing was fast uh and mm-hmm. those but and then 40 laps ago i think it was when it happened and then i was kind of mad at this and i don't know if you were watching this part but when harrison burton spun got it strained out really fast but nascar threw the caution as fast as they could you see how um political that is now and it's just the opposite of what we saw today at coda like it mm. took like a good 30 30 to 45 seconds for them to mm. throw the caution but at phoenix or any other uh raceway or speedway it's instant the moment that car faces backwards oh let's throw the caution especially it was you like know, what so, 10 laps to go or something like that like Something like that. So it's like they, I I truly think at this point it's starting to get political. I, you know, I, they always market it as like, oh, we're doing, we throw yellows for safety reasons. Mm-hmm. But I think the timing of it, uh, it could definitely be uh, politically based for sure, based on who's leading and how, um, you know, how the pack's looking like. It, yeah, I was gonna. It's just I think they sometimes do it just for the excitement. It just—it's like there was no could reason. Be. Kevin, Ke, they, there's a small chance that could have been Kevin Harvick's only chance at winning this year, and you really and you right. could have taken it away from him. I mean, there's so many tracks he's good at. Even Phoenix, mm-hmm. yeah, one of his better ones. But it just—it it was just so quick, and you even heard Clint Boyer go, "Wow, NASCAR!" Like that was like that was that was really fast. Like he said it as soon as that right. happened. It's, just, it, it's too fast to be um, not what, question what it. Trying to say, yeah, exactly, exactly. It'd be like not questionable. Like it's just, you know, like that. That uh, definitely brought some uh, feedback out of the fans. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So after that, they, uh, you know, get pit stops, whatever. Got back, and it took them two attempts, but Larson got past. I believe it was on the last lap for. Uh, yeah, don't remind me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm a fan of his too. It wasn't like it. It was just, yes, but was... he he robbed me that week. He screwed. Oh me yeah, because you had, you were picked him. Yeah. So I was one lap away, just like what I was in uh, Vegas. One mm-hmm. lap away. So Byron ended up going back to back. And here comes the that was here comes the big news of the week, which obviously would have been like the big thing for the, if we did the podcast that week. Uh, so the big two penalties were Denny. I spelled his name wrong. Denny Hamlin got a code of conduct violation for purposely wrecking Chastain, uh, and he talked about it on his podcast. That that's part mm-hmm. of the um, Dale Junior. the their media. Uh, and he literally said, like, on the last, like, lap or two, he just took the steering wheel and just let it go. And when Chastain was on his outside and then his wheel. And it's like, how can you not expect to get penalized if you say it out on the Internet? It's almost it's almost like he was asking for it. Right? Exactly. That's my point. And I mean, every... I mean, I don't understand. Like, if you did that intentionally, um why don't you just keep your mouth shut exactly or just like, it, like 
if he, if he said it on our podcast where there's 30 listeners, yeah, you probably he probably <laughs> could have gone away with it. But it was someone that's got so much But the much thing is it's it's the equivalent um it's the equivalent of um like you you have two brothers. So like playing like football in a house and you break in like a picture frame or a vase or something like that mm-hmm. and you immediately go into your mom and dad and say, "Hey, um your picture frame is broken and it was me who did it i mean it, it just it, it's just atypical and knowing how strict nascar is like i, I oh just... you know they listen to that stuff all the time they probably pay mm-hmm. people to listen to these podcasts and all that i just don't get why you just when somebody asks that question especially i don't care if it's your podcast just don't talk or come up with say, oh, this happened. I mean, yes, they can look at the data, but at least he's not mm-hmm. fully going out and saying like he did. Oh, yeah, I just wrecked him on purpose. Right. Yeah, that doesn't make too much sense to me. Well, that comment cost him fifty thousand dollars in twenty-five driver points, which is not a lot compared to what Hendrick and Colleg got uh, knocked for. So those head louvers we brought, I brought up like five minutes ago. Uh, they got a L two, a level two, I believe is what L two stands for. Um, a level two penalty for the the number five, nine, twenty four, and forty eight all Hendrick cars, and the thirty one. They were all fined a hundred thousand dollars in a hundred points for regular season points and 10 playoff points if they make it to the playoffs. That's that takes away two wins. That those 10 playoff points. So if anybody doesn't know how playoff points work, you get one for each stage win, five for a race win, and those go if you make it to the playoffs, they carry with you through, all throughout playoffs. So if you have 10 mm-hmm. taken away from you, that's two wins. That like Byron got that. Two wins are basically gone. Right. Well, I got one thing to say to Danny Hamlin. He put his money where his mouth is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally. It's, I mean, at least he didn't have to pay as much as they did. And can you imagine Hendrick looking, or Mr. Hendrick looking at the bill, like $400,000, like, oh my God. Right. Right. Um, but all of those teams, all five of those teams, uh, had their crew chiefs suspended for the next four races. Or points, points paying races, which is, I mean, pretty extreme. That is very extreme, actually. I when I when I was looking, I was just looking it up, looking for the notes, and I thought I'm like, I remember it being one, two races, and I'm like four. That's, right, that's pretty that's, significant. It, it's pretty. I mean, this whole the, the whole penalty is pretty significant. I mean, it it was, it's pretty big pen. I mean, it's kind of like what uh Brad got last season when he was doing the like mm-hmm. shaving on the wheel or whatever it was. That was like a big yeah. No, that's like his was more appropriate. Where obviously this one, who knows? They still haven't come out exactly what it was, but. It's. It, I mean, the fine level is just. It's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, but right. hundred thousand dollars. Yes, it's a lot. But to them, when they're winnings, like they're winning their pool, 
if you look up Bob Pachris, he'll post uh, a lot of the the pool prizes. And I mean, it's like the winner gets 1.5, I think, for winning or something like that. It ranges something from like one that, to yeah. 1.5. The Daytona 500, you get like two to three. Mm-hmm. It, it, it Anytime he shows that, it's for everybody. And obviously, you, for, you place first, you get more. You place last, you still get something. Right. Um, but for Phoenix, I forgot to mention the top 10 because I had it after these penalties. We had Byron, obviously going back to back. Ryan Blaney, Tyler Reddick, finally doing something are somewhat good. Larson, Harvick, uh, Bell, Briscoe, Kyle Busch back up there. Alex Bowman, who's had pretty consistent top tens. And uh, Josh Berry actually finished in the top 10. Also fi- another week filling in for a chase. So that that's pretty cool. I, I'm 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 I like his story. So it was, it was definitely cool to see him finish in the top. So do 10. I. I love right. I'm glad he's definitely having some success. Mm, I love his story of Dale Jr. bringing him into the spotlight. Kind of, you know, he's actually a good guy. Yeah. He just needed the ride. You know. Yeah, he just needed yeah a car to drive. Mm-hmm. Now up to this point, it was dominated by Chevys and NASCAR was not we were it was full it was like record setting I think since like 2001 or like one or something like that that Chevy's won how many races in a row finally a Ford one thank god right it just so happened to be my pick oh yeah so uh Atlanta which is just for yeah just for the record uh I am one and O versus the Nate himself uh, so far for 2023 in terms of picking and actually having that driver winning. So I just want everybody to know that, that I currently have the lead. It probably won't be for long, but I'm going to poke it all, all in while I have all of my privilege. picks have been really close to winning. I mean, like, I know you, if you go through all my picks since the 500, I mean, other probably than the 500, I think every other race, my driver that I've picked for that week has at least finished in the top 10 and he had a shot yeah. at winning it. I mean, you look at, Ch- I, I said, I picked Chastain today, which I can really get post him more on Twitter. Uh, I picked Chastain today. And I mean, he, cause he, you know, I'm like truck and X fitting went back to back, but uh, he mm-hmm. was leading up there, got wrecked and then came back. Like, <laughs> I'm right. Like, it's something about my pick. So, <laughs> Well, you know what? Me and you are really good drivers this year, it seems like. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But for Atlanta, or what is the nickname for it? They, it's like something like they came up with a nickname that something like something or something. I forget what they called it because it basically isn't small drafting uh, track. Right. A, a mini like Taldega. Right. T- tell my buddies at work and they go, they're at Atlanta this week. I'm like, yeah, but it's. It's basically like Talladega. They go, but it's shorter, isn't it? I go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a one and a half mile, quote unquote, super speedway. Yeah, which is still weird. I don't, I'm still not the biggest fan of it, but. Oh, I love it. I, I love what they did with it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the trucks and Xfinity races from that weekend, it were crash full. I mean, it was crashes here and there and. At one point, which is the story of the week, which I actually like, I was just talking about my work buddies, they brought it up to me. 
Josh Williams, huge who drives the 92 in Xfinity. So he got he was involved in one of those wrecks, but still was driving. And then when they were still under caution, pieces started to fall off his car. So in NASCAR was accused them of extending the caution. So they told him to park it on pit road or uh, really just park it. Cause they know it to do it on pit road, but he goes, no. And then so he's he like, I got it. the greatest idea ever. <laughs> he takes his car, parks it right on the start finish line and walks and walks the, away. It, I would, I, I think, I can't remember what I was doing that day or like I was kept checking in on it. Or so I was doing something and all of a sudden I look back at the TV and I see a dude walking away from the car. I go, what in the world what is, is going on? <laughs> That's really Xfinity for you. Like that. It, it's just. How much I mean, you want to lo- bet? That's going to be made into a meme. <laughs> if not, I think already. it probably already has. I'm sure it probably has. I just um, haven't seen one yet. Yeah, it's just, and I mean, nobody, no offense to uh, Josh, but like no one's really heard of him until this. But, you know, they were bringing up. One way to get your name out there. Yeah. They brought up how he goes to like children's hospitals in his fire suit and like, you know, talks to them and stuff like that. And that's like his whole like he sold shirts about the this whole thing. And like, I think he donates a lot of that money to children's hospitals. So it's like. You know, it's so cool. It's just like all what these drivers do behind the scenes and all it takes is something like this to hear about it. Yep. 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that was I, mm-hmm. I didn't see that live, but when I saw it on Twitter, <laughs> I'm like, it was blown okay. Up. Yep. I'm going to I'm going to bookmark this because this is something I'm going to want to refer to uh, later on. The amount of non NASCAR fans that I heard talking about it too was like a decent amount. Oh, I believe that also. I think it was on like Sports Center and ESPN. I I, I believe so. I'm not 100 percent sure. That's when you that. know it's pretty significant when sports when it airs on Sports Center. Yeah. Before our, our ESPN and back before, you know, since ESPN has dropped NASCAR. Right. Um but now if we go back to the cup race at Atlanta, again first stage uneventful it's just it's a theme it i don't know why but the theme of 2023 it it really is if you look at even the daytona 500 one of the most wreck induced like uh races of the year first two stages Mm -hmm. just nothing and it's been a consistent all year long so logano won the first stage and then cindric um just had some they ran into lap traffic and just edged him out for uh stage two win so nothing really int- i mean it was just pit, a lot of pit strategy stuff like that a lot of mm-hmm. banging and pushing um and then the uh the chastain and harvick incident i think was talked about a yes. lot that day because he didn't really touch him but like he got it was like right. he, distur- he went behind him disturbed the air and then turned harvick which kind of sucks because this was Harvick's like the, a lot of it, the whole week they did, you know, him remembering Dale Earnhardt and taking in his place and right. A lot like this. Cause and this then the news the came win. out that right. Then the news came out that he's going to drive to 29 and the all-star race, that, all that too. That is so cool. I, I, I saw that and I, I happened to be hanging out with my friends and I'm like, I was going to watch 
what was it that race hub but i'm like i, I just cut i was hanging on my friends and i look and i'm like no way he's running the 29 again that's gonna be really cool to see i and especially since it's designed after the um the car he won right right that too um but like I said, it kind of sucks to see, of course, get chest stained as, you know, they start to call it. Right. Get <laughs> He's building a reputation. You, you see how that's becoming a nickname now? The amount of times they talked about it today. I mean, it was, oh, what's he's right there. What's he going to do? Like, Right. Exactly. Um, and then another bizarre thing of the weekend Eric Amarola, Rex Larson, who's running pretty well, after trying to make the, these tires go 75 plus laps. Yeah. And for yeah. people that don't know, the tires, I mean, for all tracks, average from like 40 laps to maybe 60 at the most. You don't see many drivers push more than 60 laps on the tires for any track. So for him to come here and try 75 plus laps on tires. Right. That's unheard of. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he was backing it up on the the post-race interview. And I'm like, dude, what? (laughs) When? Why? It's 75 laps on those tires. You're it. No wonder you wrecked. Like, you know, it's pretty significant when it makes you mad. I just like I just don't get the point of it. His crew chief was backing it up. Like, I, take tires. Like, you Amarola know, is good at drafting on a drafting track. Take tires. Don't wreck. He literally took himself out of the. I I, I just don't get it. And you would think that now that he's a Cup Series driver and has been for a while. He would be experienced enough to know mm-hmm. that typically when you run on Warren tires, especially for Atlanta, you're probably going to spin. Or, yeah, or just I mean, like, because you're going to be loose. Yeah, right? Just so, the, it's just a drafting track in general. You get one good push and those tires, if they've got nothing left on them, you're spinning and wrecking a lot you're of the done, field. Right, you're done. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... It, you can put that on your list as a bull, you know, boneheaded move. I, and the fact is that, like, the broadcast barely talked about it, too. They're like, you know, they talked about it right after it happened, but it's like, that's something that could be brought. It just, I don't get it. Like, it just, especially taking on my favorite driver. Like, it just, it's why. Yeah. I mean, yes. But obviously, Fox has their own. Uh, mm-hmm. Separate issues that we've talked yeah. about in the past, you know, in terms of covering that specific issue. Yeah, well, because it happened during a, um, a caution too, so they didn't cover it True. until like after the it, the wreck was like fully done. True. Um. Then I was very happy. Brad and his orange, bright orange Hawaiian rolls, or Hawaiian, uh, yeah, King's Hawaiian rolls. There you go. Uh car he took the lead for the last 40 laps really strong car i was very happy my dad was texting me a lot of it like oh bad looks good so i was i was so I love happy. That. I'm like come on Dick, let's like i want the win so badly but on the last lap he just logano got a push that was too too much for uh 
Kozlowski to block, um, and Logano won it. Yep. Which I was just like, you chose uh, Brad too that week. Didn't yes, you? I I picked Brad. I'm like, you know, he won at Atlanta at two years ago. What? No, that was 2019. Three years ago, four, well, four year right, whatever. 2019 was the last time he won there. So I'm like, you know, he, he's done pretty good, and he won there in 2018, I believe too. So yes, and he's good at drafting. So you know, I, I thought, why not pick him? Mm-hmm. In an orange car too. He won the last two times in an orange car, and he was an orange car that race. You're you love your statistics. You like looking at the pass and seeing patterns, and you you like to base your picks off of that. I, that's that's bold. I I may not be a statistics major, but I will look at the numbers because numbers don't lie. <laughs> I'm a business major, not it. a statistics major. But numbers do not lie. They never do. They never um, do. So after Logano getting that top 10, it went Brad, obviously, second. Christopher Bell, third. Corla Joy with his career best finish of fourth, which is really good. I was really cool for him. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Tyler Reddick, another top 10. Uh, sixth, Hamlin. Seventh, Blaney. Eighth, Eric Jones, Michigan boy. Um Yes. Nine time Gibbs in the uh, he gets us very bland uh, car. Uh, right. And then Kyle Bush in the 10th position. So it, it, I, in, my, in my opinion, I feel like a lot of these top 10s have been a lot the same. Like it's a lot of the yes. same names that keep showing up in these top 10 and it's a lot of red. People are setting the president right. People mm-hmm. are setting the presidents early this season, mm-hmm. it seems. I I definitely see that uh continuing also. And, and the, like I saw RFK release a stat about how excuse me, um how Brad has led I mean before Coda, he's led a lap in every race. And if you look at like I saw another stat on Twitter. It was Ford and Chevy. Uh, wait, no, sorry. Toyota and Ford have spent more time in the top 15 than Chevy has. But when it comes to the last like two laps, three laps, Chevy has won more times than anybody else. So it just shows like they're the closers. But really, if you look at the better running cars, it's the Fords and the Toyotas. Right. So it's that's crazy. Yeah, Chevy may be winning the races right now, but who knows what later in the season you could see Fords and Chevy or Fords and Toyotas dominating. Right. Um then we came to today, today's race. Yay, you finally caught up. Yeah, not a fan of today's race. I don't have a lot of positives to say and I have a lot of negatives. Jeez, I'm the bad um, I'm the bad news bear today when it comes to <laughs> talking about today's race. No, I forgot a I forgot a name on there, and I realized now I realized it. Um, so I mean, we had a very stacked uh fields with non like regulars, and 
one of them I'm looking up is uh, IMSA driver Jordan Taylor, who was filling in Chase Elliott's spot instead of um, Josh Berry. Then we had Connor Daly, who ran the Indy or the uh, Daytona 500. He's from Indy. Jimmy Johnson came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimmy, I f- don't know how to say his last name. Recoin or something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. Uh, he's from F1. He came back. Google Translate on that. Mm-hmm. And then Jetson Bert, Bert, Button Burton, I think it was. He's also from F1, which is really cool to see all these F1 drivers driving, tr- tr- at, trying NASCAR. Right. And I they, they he mm-hmm. didn't. I kind of feel bad for him because he was in brickware racing equipment. He's not really going to win with that. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it, it it's a start, right? Yeah. No, and it, I loved his interviews because he goes like, "It's so much hard." He, they they give so much, you know. You see a ton of social media, all these F one fans crap on NASCAR, and everybody craps on NASCAR for how hard it is. But then they praise F one, um, and they're like, you know, these drivers coming in like, "This is fun. I love doing this." Like. There's interviews from all over the year, like Juan Pablo Juan Pablo Montoya. Montoya, yes. yeah. He even said something. He was he was a, I think he did a little bit of F1 and IndyCar, and he's like, you know, I love NASCAR. It, it, there's just something about it. And even like I said, Jetson was saying stuff this week how how fun it is, and it's like, you know, you hear this F1 fans, <laughs> right? Well. Juan Pablo's an interesting story. I mean, obviously he <laughs> loves NASCAR, but he loves his jet dryers too, apparently. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'll never forget that as long as I live. Oh, and you know what? Know. It was free advertisement for Tide because they kept throwing that like Tide like powder onto the track. It, all you saw was like a gazillion like packages all with like the Tide logo on it to... Uh, <laughs> The clean that jet dryer fire, oh, whatever more, that was, like twenty twelve. With two other T brands being uh, Target and Twitter, because Target All was obviously true. on Montoya's car, and then Twitter when Brad had his phone in the car and then tweeted from also on the track, true. which was also true. It was something that blew. I I don't know if it like blew Twitter up at when it happened. I. Because that's why probably that was when NASCAR was still big. So I feel like mm-hmm. there's a good chance it probably blew up the end. Like it, it was first. So good uh, publicity. That's all. Yes. <laughs> also, other than the stacked drivers, we had a very stacked booth. And I forget the F1 names. Do, do you remember his name? I, I feel bad that I don't have oh. it written down. He was. Neither um, do I. I just, he just had. He, he just had. An he was in the booth. Yeah. Um, Kurt Busch was also in the booth as the guest. Yep, Kurt was. And uh, Chase Elliott came in from time to time. Uh, for little input. Yes, from uh, so, from his living room couch. Yeah, or wherever he was at, somewhere think, in Colorado. That's all they said. Yeah, I thought it was funny when they would like uh, show him. Like they'd be showing the race, they'd have the scoreboard on the left side, and at the very bottom would be like just, <laughs> just a little, little window. Face. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, hi, Chase. 
It looks like he like it looks like he's playing like a video game. He has his headset on with his microphone yeah. attached to his headphones or whatever. It's like he's playing a video game. Yeah, it, it was just pretty funny. So you know my uh I'm not the biggest Chase fan. That was pretty funny. Um I know you're not. So yeah, and then lap one, which I, I didn't have a chance to watch because I was still busy finishing practice, took out Jimmy Johnson right off the bat because um, he ran out of time on the, the fix-it clock. And Ty Dillon, which kind of sucks because I just want Jimmy Johnson to get one more win. I want one more. I want to see one that, more. That would definitely make quite a few headlines. That's for, that's for sure if he's yeah. able to do it. Um, And then something new. This to this race, which is going to happen the rest of the season, is that there was no stage break for the cautions. So Byron won the what is it called? No stop stage. He won that, even though it was on a restart, which is stupid. Um, and then Reddick ran away after nothing happened that all of stage two. So and he won with stage two with a seven second lead. Mm hmm. And then after pit stop cycled through, and I think there was one more caution just for a spin or debris and Byron and Reddick, and we texted about this. They were going back and forth, and this is like 20-something laps. Or no, it's like 35-something laps to go. Yeah. They, were, they were going back and forth every corner, and I'm, I'm sitting there like, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like It, it was making me really excited. I love the racing. That's uh, if I know one thing that truly makes you happy, I think it would be that it was just good racing and they were being respectfully <laughs> like they were doing their very respectful something. Brad good racing, up, but, but clean racing. Also. Yes, it was something Brad bought, brought up um, in Atlanta and about how him and Joey were very respectful when it came to racing. And he it was really good. And this week you see Byron and Reddick, they were going back and forth, but like giving each other room there. I don't even know if they touched at one point during those like four laps, they were going at each other. Like, right. It was, I was loving the racing. It was back and forth. This guy, he's got the inside. Now he's got the inside. And now, you know, who's going to have the better run. And cause you know, Byron was faster in the straights, but Reddick had was better in the corners. So that would made it very interesting. But you said right. you didn't really like the racing as much. And I'm like, really? Like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I like, um, you know, I, I like the side by side, you know, racing that you were talking about. But the thing is, what I really didn't like about today at Coda was one that road course is way too long. Oh yeah, right? it's like eight it's, miles it's over or something like that. Right. I mean, it's crazy. Fourteen turns, eight miles, something like that. Right. So that that's problem number one. Problem number two is I just don't like road courses in general. And I know we talked about this on an earlier episode, but yeah. I'm just not a fan. Like I, I've always like that's usually reserved for like Formula One or like IndyCar. Mm -hmm. Like I mean, I've I... always viewed NASCAR as literally four left turns. Yeah. Not not four left turns and then eight right ones. <laughs> I I mean I I sort of get where you're coming from, but I also like it really shows the driver's abilities to drive. Yes. So like if like 
back in the day when it was just Sonoma and Watkins Glen. Okay, I could deal like with the that. 80s, right. I think. Right, like but that. how many road courses do we have on the schedule this year? It's what eight? I yeah, I was counting counting my buddies. I'm like, there's at least six. I mean, right? You go Indy Road Course, Charlotte, uh, this one, uh, Sonoma, Watkins Glen, Chicago. So six. I think I've got right now just off my right. head. The Chicago one will actually be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I just don't – I just never was a fan, and I don't think I'll ever um, convert to be a fan of road courses. Um, I think what we saw today, especially, you know, them throwing, you know, like, cautions hmm. when, like, people spin and they – you know, get back on track or whatever, and you're still throwing a caution because of that. It's like, okay, given that this is a three mile uh, circuit, this caution is literally going to take like mm-hmm. at least five to ten minutes long. Well, and I, I feel like NASCAR kind of like brown noses Chase Elliott a little bit when it comes to like, yeah, hey, look at this new good road course racer. All right, let's add four more courses to the circuit. Right. Like I was fine yeah, like, again, when they that... added the oval. I was fine with that. Like the Charlotte Roval when they made it. Now, all right, three road courses. Okay, you got it's it's interesting. You got Sonoma, Watkins right. Glen, and uh, the Roval. I mean, because you get so many short tracks, you get intermediate, and you got the big tracks. But now that you right. got six, seven road courses, it's just like, all right, let's let's back it up a little bit. Right. If you if they want to back it down to about five, I would probably accept that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it used to be two, then they, you know, added the roll. Okay, they should get their first race back. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. Um, But then, right, you know, just adding too many. Hmm. For me, it just takes the excitement out of it, but that's just my humble opinion. Yeah, and it was funny, my, uh, going back to to today's race, my, uh, uh, if you watched it a lot today, I mean, obviously I was paying attention to Brad and Kyle and they were not having good days. And even my dad texted me at one point. It's like, they're not doing it. They're not having a good day at all. And I'm like, yep, you see Brad spun like three times today. And Kyle had like a toe link missing and he got this. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God. I mean, I know road courses aren't really Brad's forte, but like, even Kyle Larson, right. like, like he, he had a, he had a chance of winning this two years ago, if it wasn't for right. a stupid caution. But you know, it's just like, oh god! I was just hoping William Byron. I was just cheering for everybody but William Byron at the end. I don't want to see him win again. <laughs> right. It's just I'm like, oh. um, but talking about the end of that race was like I brought up earlier cautions. Breed cautions. Mm-hmm. That's just it's something they they kept talking about on the uh in the booth. It was it was oh my god. It started with them with that dirt on the the track, and because they, they there was one corner dirt just kept getting pushed onto the track, and they called that right, and it just kept getting. And, oh, spin there. Oh, he crashed. All right, throw the caution when, you know, Tyler Reddick's one turn away from the 
Like, just right. throw, the, throw the caution when he's got the white flag. Like, just do it and end the race. He was going to win anyways because he ended up winning. Exactly. I mean, it's he, it, it just finally took enough caution. I think it was like four tries, I think they said. He finally got around two laps and won. It was just like, oh, my gosh. Right. I, I literally, it, in my, in, you know, Eastern Standard Time, it started at about 3.40, and I looked at the time, 7.30, I think, when it was done. I mean, it was a four-hour yeah, race. That's a long, that's a long race, that's for sure. It was, it was turning dark when I got here. I mean, or, like, it was turning dark when it finished here. I mean, it's there right. an hour behind. It was 7.30 right. here, but 6.30 there, so... It's just like, right. oh my god! Like I was, it dragged out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, don't, I was waiting to go do something because I'm like, you know, like I want to like do it soon, and I'm like, all right, it's gonna end soon. Oh, gotta wait a little bit longer. Oh, gotta wait a little bit longer. <laughs> like, come on. Right. I mean, and I was, I was hungry too. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I want to eat something. They even made Kurt the joke about Kurt Busch getting tired or something like that. Like, it was, it was bad. Mm-hmm. Which right. Another I don't know if you I don't you like left right at the end of it or some didn't you say you left your house right at the end of it? Yes, because I was I was freaking starving and <laughs> I needed to go get Taco Bell. Well So uh, I knew you I knew you were gonna walk at the end of it. Um yeah, and Kurt Bush kinda he got got teary eyed when Reddick was um you know, go doing that last lap especially since he's supposed to really be in that car. Um, and he's done now so much behind the scenes stuff there. Right. I, I, I can like, it almost really got me at one point. I'm just like hearing him talk and like hearing his voice break. And it was just like, jeez, like, I, like you gotta feel like bad it, for him. Like it's I, a tearful I never, moment. That's I for never, sure. I never disliked him. I, I really never did. I honestly, I probably liked him as uh, I really have brothers. And I think right. being Larson's teammate when I came into NASCAR, it was like, oh, you know, here's the number one, you know. Right. Exactly. I just, there's some parts of me is like, I wish he could have stayed longer. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm starting to have those like little like, regrets, like, also. I mean, yeah, you know, I just wish. Done, but yeah. Right. But yeah, I, I definitely see your point in that one. It's just like, man, he was such a, a one more win. I mean, like, it's always that, like, if you could have one more. I mean, he did have a win last year at Kansas, which was pretty cool. So true. Which actually but pointed still, you out just with, want that one more. Mm-hmm. They pointed out within a year um, because when Bubba did the switch from the 23 to 45 for the points, um, three different drivers of one in the 45 in a year was um, Kyle or no. Kurt Busch at Kansas, right? Wasn't that Kansas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Bubble won in it. I don't remember what track that was. I've got written down somewhere. He won a race in the playoffs or right before the playoffs. And then obviously Tyretic winning t- uh, today. So, right. Which is a pretty cool stat. And the- For sure. Rest of the top ten after Reddick won was Kyle Busch in second. Came out of nowhere at the end of it because of a pit strategy, which ended up working out really well. Um, yeah, it did. 
then Alex Bowman, Ross Chastain, which all were like, I think that like four of those were like in the top five of last year's race, which is pretty funny. Um, and then fifth was Byron, sixth Cindric. I didn't know he was this good of a road course racer. Neither did I. I, I they kept talking about him like he was. I'm like, uh, I mean, I know he did good on the indie road course like a year or two ago, but. It's just it surprised me. Ricky Stenhouse. I mean, another you know, not really road course guy, more of a right, uh, more of a speed, a super speedway kind of guy. Right. And then nice to see Busher. I, I'm you know RFK fan because of Brad. So it's, it's I'd like to see Stenhouse up there, or Busher, not Stenhouse. He used to be in the seventeen. <laughs> Um, it's been a long day. He used to be in the 17, all right? So technically... I, I get I that. Like, yes, it also That's has excusable. been a long day. I woke up and I went to practice and I worked hard at practice. And then I got McDonald's after. Um, you got your chicken nuggies. I'm not saying if I did or not. He did. I don't know what you're talking about. For anybody um, who's listening, I'm sure he did. <laughs> Um, and then Todd Gibbs finished ninth out of nowhere also. And Todd Gilland, which she was in, for uh, Front Row Racing, had a, a nice to see them get a top 10. So mm-hmm. so finally, after how many weeks behind, we are caught up. We are now officially caught up. So it's and We it's did nice. so in about a half hour. I, I Well, yeah, we're looking at about the we just hit the 50 minute mark so anybody looking oh um, time flies so, well yeah and like i said a lot of it there's just there's so much so many of these races it's just nothing really stage one nothing really stage two and then then you get the third right. stage and you have one caution and oh my god it does not stop at all right and all the accidents happen i mean it has to be what four out of the first five six races have had uh, overtimes right I think all, one or two have had overtimes it's just like ugh. Yeah, i'm gonna say uh richmond's gonna have overtime also mm, i'm calling I, it now i don't i don't know because i that, that that's something i thought about because you know i was just the last thing i was you know talking about was richmond and i just i don't know because usually it's a track that like before the next gen it was very non-caution like i remember 2020 when i went last time or the last uh gen 6 race there was with brad um when he won it and that one was very non-caution like i i just i i feel like we have another non-caution race coming up i mean it is short track racing or his denny says it's short track racing uh yeah exactly uh i saw you know there could be a chastain bumper here and there but uh true (laughs) very true i just don't think there's gonna be much cautions remains to be seen we'll find out uh so that's coming i was gonna say this sunday i as i said to you just before the podcast i will actually be in chicago this sunday which will be pretty fun it's going on a, a aren't you a, so sort, lucky a field sort of uh, a field trip as you call it a, it's the residential college I live in here at Central that we are going on a trip to 
or a two day trip to Chicago, which is pretty cool. So I'll 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 probably be watching the race on the bus. So yeah, you'll be in Chicago. I'll actually be in Florida. Actually, what that week is? Yep, I went up to you, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> no, Chicago is yeah. actually very nice. Um, uh. Yeah, it's it's just spring break, so I'm taking a vacation down to oh, uh, Florida. Well, I got the week off. Spring break, man. You're gonna come back more tan than me. Usually, I'm always the tan one. I'm, I'm pale if I could right get now. more tan than you, then that would be uh, a uh, check bark off the bucket list. Mm-hmm. I've already got the longer <laughs> hair, though. Even though I got a haircut, <laughs> you you got me there. That's one thing that's been since the last podcast is I, I had long hair, and I mean, people obviously can't see; uh, they only hear. But like, I I had some long hair before spring break, before. The la- or during the last episode, and then we had spring break, and whoop, all gone. Short bear. The college hair grow out. I've I, been through it. You know what? There were so many people. I came back, and there were so many people that had their hair cut also. I totally believe that. I, because I just, you probably don't even think about it up there. Yeah, but like you just walk around and it's like you know all your friends and you're like oh they got a haircut oh they got a haircut oh they changed their hair like this hair different color like it's just it's funny. Yep, I mean it's uh it's just one of those um it just seems like every person mm-hmm. does it when they come home for a break. They also just got, immediately get a haircut. They also got a lot more tan than me. Well, this is. Also true, but you didn't go anywhere though. So no, I just went back home. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, so Richmond. Now, do you have any idea who a, a, a maybe early pick would be? I mean, I can, uh, I can look. I wouldn't, up... I wouldn't consider it an early pick. I am going to go with my official pick, so I'm not going to change this. Okay. Um, are you ready for this? I'm ready. That's a real question. I'm going to go with the person who um, always seems to get it done at Richmond. Um, very dominant. It seems like year in and year out. Um, lots of wins, lots of top fives, definitely lots of top tens. I'm going to go Denny Hamlin this week. Denny Hamlin, all right. Picking a Toyota. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am gonna take a Toyota this week. So I was going more of the route of a Ford. So okay. I know Harvick won there last he won there, was it it was right after Michigan, wasn't it? Last after last year. I think it was, yeah. So he won that, but I'm gonna go back to my Atlanta pick just because of how strong he's been running and since he's won at Richmond before like I said two years ago and I think back in 2012 was his last win before that uh, I'm going to go with Brad Kozlowski I think he I knew it I knew you were going to pick that the moment you said Ford I'm like he's going Brad well and I'm like you know I looked at Harvick because you know he's 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 been pretty good there, and he won last time we were there. I mean, obviously, it was the next gen car, but I feel like this this is the year for RFK to finally get some multiple wins for each car, and I think it, I think it starts here. So, 
Interesting. Interesting. It's going to be a good race. I, I, I'm, I'm feeling it already. Like I said, I think it's going to be a good one. Option free, though. I, I really think it is. Well, at least the first two stages, right? Mm-hmm. You, uh, yeah, the little statistics guy. Yeah, and how many? You know, <laughs> I think literally, I, 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 you look at every race. I think from up until Richmond, and I think like every first stage has been like a total of, like two cautions through every race added up. And the second stage, right. maybe three cautions total. It, it's, it's statistics. Yeah, that's right. Numbers don't lie. <laughs> I'm just it's 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 what's on the paper. All right. Love it. Absolutely love it. We should no, just, just need- we should name the episode "The Numbers Never Lie" <laughs> or "The Numbers Don't Lie." Oh my god. Uh, I just I just need NASCAR to release their script of you know who's actually gonna win it. <laughs> also true, also true, because you know I'm sure that's probably exists somewhere. Oh, I don't think it does. <laughs> they say there's the NFL some... has one, but okay, NFL that's a little bit easier to rig, but the NASCAR there's true. so much and there's so much stuff that goes into a car that you could try and tell somebody to quote-unquote rig it, but there's so much stuff that could happen. Even if it's like, all right, that car's going to win today. Well, maybe he just blew a piston. All right, now he's not winning today. Damn, there goes our script. Like, it's just so, it's something that, like, people have said, like, oh, maybe, you know, because Hendrick every year, for some reason, like, when Danica got first got on the sport, she won the poll, and, like, 10 years after Dale died, Dan Jr. got the ball or something like that. It was just like all these like stuff. They're like, you know, they're, they're making it happen or they're like, you know, not checking them as much. I'm like, no, it's just, it's like, it's, it doesn't, it's, they're just fast. I mean, it just happened. You're like, a big believer in coincidence. It's, I feel like there's a lot of, or there was a <laughs> huge, I remember I, in, no, I don't, wasn't born for it, but I remember seeing videos about it, about how, Dale Jr.'s 2001 summer Daytona win, there was a huge, like, did he cheat? Win? Or, like, you know, did he cheat? Yeah. Because it was like, there's no way he could have won that, you know? Like, I mean, it's like, he's a good driver. Like, just face the facts that they made a good car, and he's a good driver. Right. Right. Yeah, so. it's... It, it, I think that something like that, see, like those debates like that, I think will never end. Mm-hmm. You know, cause obviously that was back in 2001. So, you know, it's, you know, and we're still talking about it here in 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, some 22 years later, but it's still, uh, I still see both sides to it. Yeah. I mean, unless I know Charlotte Motor Speedway, they they joked about Instagram for the Coke 600 coming up in like two weeks. They joked like, oh, Chase Elliott wins when he comes back from injury or something like first race back from injury. <laughs> I saw I looked at the comments and there was so many people that said, if it actually happens, I'm going to be so pissed. OK, I, he's going to be my pick for that weekend. I I like it. That's what I thought. I'm like, do I pick him that weekend? Like, it's it's. Do I do it? Is, is are they you know are they gonna rig it? 
Right. Now, I my right. like if I was doing if you know how NFL always does way early picks or you know we do way early picks at the beginning of the season, I could see like a Lars. I could still see Larson winning that, but with the bad luck he's been having, yeah, this season, I don't disagree. I mean, He's had so much bad luck this season, though. It's just it's right. not pretty. Like yeah, before, it was like you look at Reddick's season before this. How how bad luck he was having. Yeah, true, true. All right, so we're finally caught up, and we'll try we'll try and stay more on top of it from now on. I, it it was I just yeah. Almost, the only other time I could see something like this happening is when I have exams coming up and that's end of April. Right. So that, that's the only other time I might have to push an episode back maybe one week. I hopefully not, not three, four weeks like we did this time, but I just, I got really piled up. Um, right. But it's good to be back though. Oh yes. I, I was very looking for, I, uh, every, I, it's not like I didn't want to do it. I mean, yes, it's not, top priority but right you I'm prioritize not, yes i i pay a lot to go here so i i don't right. want to make sure i do good here at school and i get yeah, paid and you for don't my job so pay, right yeah. you don't want to pay even more than uh mm-hmm. what your original amount is exactly you know supposed to be i go to a job i get paid for so that that comes a little bit Bingo. First before something i don't get paid for unless you know, somebody out there wants to sponsor me that'd be nice That'd be a good idea if anybody's out there. <laughs> the yes, the very you know rich people listening to our uh, you know thirty listener podcast. You never know. You never know who's out there. I mean, any people in California out there? You guys got money, <laughs> right? Especially if you no, live like near an urban city. But thank you for coming on this week and finally catching up. So this is always a pleasure. I can't wait for the next mm-hmm. episode. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Like, like I said, thank you and see you next week at Richmond. Take care.